after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials. We talk about the good ones and the bad ones. And the ones where people say weird shit like this. Nothing can replace Brad. Oh, classic. Hey, I'm Andrew Walsh here with Genevieve Has. Hey, Genevieve Has. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? I'm good. It's warm. It's very hot today. It's very hot today. And it's not even the hottest day of the week. It's a it's a hot you mean it's going to get hotter? Yeah, it's supposed to get hotter. Yeah, um, yeah. We have a we have a dog that likes to bark constantly right outside of our window. So the windows are closed, doors are closed. Let the sweating commence. Yeah, I'm sorry to have you uh, trapped in this tiny little gross room with me, but that's, that's how it's going to be today. Uh, let's talk about commercials. Unless, did you want to do a weather? podcast we could just do that instead no we'll we'll save okay. that for a special <laughs> okay for special content week uh okay so we are going to talk about commercials today not just how hot this room is um coming up today we got elderly children we got aggressive plumbers we've got a bridesmaid pumping iron we have a whole bunch of commercials that have just been catching our eye lately that we wanted to catch up on and make sure you guys have been seeing them too uh plus a new little segment i like to call as a woman just because i'm young doesn't mean that i don't have intense womanly feelings. Vives, I stumbled on a couple of commercials today, um, just kind of randomly while I was poking around online, and uh, both of them are kind of uh, uh, a woman-themed, and I just wanted to get your blind take on them. I don't think you've seen either one of these yet. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay, and you didn't cheat, right? You didn't no, go I ahead didn't, and, and the show, the show sheet or anything? Okay. I did not. I... I helped you out by doing zero prep for this show. Today. No, no, I, I think <laughs> I think it'll show. <laughs> Yours are the good ones, but uh, no, we have some fun stuff to talk about today. And of course, we're going to check in with you guys, the Ad Council. Anybody sending us any gifts this week, Vives? No gifts, oh, um, but uh, but some good advice. Why can't I get through to these people? <laughs> All right, let's get started. Okay, one thing I gotta give you a heads up on is a couple of these commercials are very visual this week. So we're gonna have to encourage all you guys to go to the Facebook page. But first, we're gonna have to out. encourage me to post them to our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I can help out which with Which I have too. not been doing with. Um, the religious fervor that I once did. Well, I can help out with I that did, this week, I did too. do last week, so that last week's are up, and I'm going to get back on this wagon. Okay, so today is Tuesday. This will be posting Tuesday night. People will probably be hearing it Wednesday. We post the uh, commercials up to the page usually on Thursday. Is that right? Is that what we should shoot for this week? That's what we should shoot for. Okay, I will gladly help out with that, by the way. That's not on you. you I feel like you're taking a lot of slings no, and arrows it's, from it's yourself just, it's today. Honestly, it's honestly, it's 10 minutes of work that. that I just always forget to do. <laughs> All right. We're going to get them up there. We're going to have you guys uh, check them out. But first, we're going to talk about them, and I'm going to describe them using this talent that God gave me to paint word pictures. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to trick people who've never heard the show before. <laughs> the first one stars Kristen Wiig, and I got to be honest with you, I... Like so many commercials, for me, and probably a lot of people, except for you, Eagle Eye, over there, I just kind of noticed out of the corner of my eye and kind of... Sort of half saw it several times before I finally was like, wait a second, is that Kristen Wiig? Yeah, this commercial is almost too good in that 
you can miss the joke of it because the the costumes that she wears and the disguises that she wears are so good. But why don't you describe it? So it's it's it should be called Everyman. Apparently, it's a Pizza Hut commercial. The official title is Oven Hot Pizza, Fast Every Time, which is the worst title for this commercial. This commercial should be called Everyman, and it's funny because Kristen Wiig is the Everyman. We see her in all kinds of getups, uh, mostly dressed in drag. She's also dressed as a businesswoman in one of these, just representing as many kind of uh, I guess American stereotypes as possible um we see her as an old farmer uh with a big gray mustache out uh out in the fields talking about pizza we see her as kind of a a chachi-esque guy in a gymnasium pumping iron and being ridiculous like it's all very slapstick like doing a pull-up and then slapping and then finishing the pull-up uh it makes me realize how much Kristen wig looks like david spade yes you're right it is. I remember seeing this commercial and thinking, oh, wait, is this, oh, is that a woman playing a man? This first time I saw it, and the second time I was like, wait, is that Kristen Wiig? Is she the woman? Uh, she plays another, like, kind of a, I think the first voice we're going to hear is her being kind of a machismo-y uh, guy who works on cars with a big handlebar mustache and, like, 1970s era hair and shades. It's I don't know how well this imagery is going to translate on the radio, uh, but here she is playing all of these different characters uh, and talking about pizza. There are certain things every man wants, like oven hot, pizza hot, pizza. I should know. I'm the every man. Well, not technically every man. But I'm every man. Woman. And child in America. Oh, yeah, she plays a kid. And I want my pizza fast. And I want my pizza oven hot. Hot! So Pizza Hut is promising every one of me exactly what I want. That's why their stores are hiring a bunch of new delivery drivers. A dish darn lot. And they've got smarter computers to tell me when my pizza will arrive. It's so close, bros. (laughs) Because Pizza Hut promises to always deliver what I want. Okay, I just got to point out, like, all of the outfits are just, like, kids in the hall-esque, yeah. cheapo, just, like, dumb fake mustaches, and her physical comedy is so great, as she's she's striding with the farmer, taking these I think these kids in the hall steps. is exactly the right description in terms of the tone and the sort of production of it. Yeah. It really has a feeling of kids in the hall, and they did so much work in drag, too, um, and they made fun of a lot of, like the way business women in that yes. era dressed. And this has a real kind of throwback quality too. Like one of the characters has a real sort of is a little Napoleon dynamite riff. Yeah. Like a dorky looking high school guy. Yeah, that's right. And it ends with a shot of that dorky looking high school guy, like kind of eighties era at mm-hmm. a prom dancing and holding a, a pizza. This, I, I hesitate to bring this up because it's going to be weird and you're not going to have, I think an answer for it, but the only like, this whole commercial is single shots on Kristen Wiig's characters. And there's only two shots that break that rule. And they're shots of just another random woman who's apparently sitting in a board meeting or something. She's a, a youngest Asian, a youngish and Asian woman. woman that you see here. I think this is where you see her here. And she just yells, hot. And then at one other point, she yells, fast. Yeah, it's a and strange... America. Let's see. Did we see her here? And I want my pizza fast. And I want my pizza oven hot. Hot. Isn't that strange? She just has this this one woman just kind of echoes her saying hot. Yeah, I don't know. 
I feel like they're trying to make a joke there, but I feel like I'm missing it. So why if, would that character not be a Kristen Wiig character? Yeah, it's the only actor in this who isn't Kristen Wiig, um, who has a, any speaking parts. And yeah, it's just it feels sort of like a weird decision. I know, and again, we don't have an answer. And they're going for, that. for something that's deliberately offbeat, so yeah, they just decided that any anything goes in a, a thing that's this weird i guess so but you've i mean this is one of those things where you've clearly created your rules which is Kristen wig is playing all these characters and then here's the other time she shows up oven hot pizza fast every time fast that's it she just scream, screams hot at one point and fast at one point anyway i do love that commercial despite what i consider to be a small hiccup in uh in the rationale of the commercial by throwing a random person in there. It's a great it's a great little performance. I really enjoy it. I'm not sure if it really sells me Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is selling me Pizza Hut by the very nature of being Pizza Hut these days. Did I already tell you this story on the, on the show? I don't think when so. When you were in you and I order pizza plenty. Uh, you don't eat pork, so when we get pizza together, we'll, you know, order other things and it's totally fine. But when you are out of town, I tend to like go a little pork crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I will get like a meat lover style pizza or something. And I never eat Pizza Hut pizza. I'm not an advocate for Pizza Hut pizza, but we ate it a lot as kids. And it's a nostalgia thing for me. And when you were out of town this last time, a couple of weeks ago, I called Pizza Hut up to have them deliver a pizza. Like all of these advertising, especially the 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 uh, cheesy crust. I know I don't usually eat cheese, but I eat pizza cheese. And so like the 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 stuffed crust pizza ads they've been pushing a lot lately has re- have really gotten in my head, and I was craving a meat lover's cheese crust pizza because I'm on this diet that my doctor put me on, and they won't deliver to me. They're like we're th- not in a Pizza Hut delivery zone. We're in the city of Seattle. We're 3.8 miles away from the nearest Pizza Hut, according to my Google Maps. You place an order actually down in when you call the number, even though it's a 206 local number, it takes you down to some call center down in Texas. Oh, that sounds the, that sounds like good local fresh pizza. Where the guy says, "I don't see you on this uh, delivery map, but maybe it'll be fine. Just." Take my, uh, you know, I'll take your credit card number, place the order with me, and if it doesn't work out, they'll cancel it. They'll give you a call to confirm after we get off the phone here. I feel like you buried the lead here. Pizza Hut is doing its orders from a centralized national call center. Yes. Isn't that a little bit weird? Yes, it is a lot weird. And so I ordered my Meat Lovers Cheesy Crust Pizza, and uh, and then I got a call from from the local shop. Five minutes later, saying, "Yeah, we don't deliver to you." I'm, I said, "I'm looking. You're three point eight miles away." Now I'm like fighting the system, right? Like I'm not going to convince some dumb kid at the yeah. local pizza hut to break whatever policy they have. But I was irritated. I said, "Have we been gerrymandered out of the pizza <laughs> yeah, hut delivery zone?" That is exactly what happened. Three point eight miles away, uh, and the guy's like, "Nope, you're four point two miles away." And I'm like, "It shouldn't matter. That is not. That's not a pizza delivery zone. Four point two miles." In Seattle, four miles is a long way. Four miles can be like a half hour. I can't believe you're on taking the pizza side on this. I mean, you know. I meant to go check our, make sure that they didn't charge me for that pizza. Anyway, uh, what is all that to say? I do think that their campaigns, I think as long as their campaigns aren't off-putting and they keep showing those sweet, sweet slow shots of cheese being stretched as they pull a piece of pizza away from the rest of the pizza. That is implanting in me. And I've been desire. I think I need to like once every three years, I got to like get my pizza hut on. All right. 
So anyway, I do think it's working at least. On, I guess we'll on, have to move then. On this guy, I mean, this is the only option. We should buy. We need to make sure that we buy. In a pe- is that like people with kids? They're like, we have to make sure that we're in a good school. Right. Zone. We have to be in a good pizza hut zone. <laughs> you found a whole campaign here that looks like it's pretty new. Uh, just came out like a, a week ago or something that is fascinating it is fascinating i couldn't uh, there are four ads in this campaign and i ended up putting them all on the show sheet because i was so sort of charmed and and entranced by it this is for a product called gogurt which if you don't have kids uh, you may not be familiar with it's yogurt that comes in a tube so you can just suck it out of a cardboard it's one of the nastiest sounding (laughs) products i've never had it i don't do yogurt but for somebody who doesn't do yogurt, the idea of sucking it out of a tube like this is well. I I eat a off-putting. lot of yogurt, but and, and I could see if you were if you were the parent of a child and you wanted them to be eating yogurt or they wanted to be eating yogurt, and it's a pretty healthy snack, very high in protein. Um, I could see how this would be a delivery mechanism that would appeal to you. It's it's you know. You can throw it in their backpack. It's fine. But couldn't you do that with a Yoplait? My mom used to throw Yoplait's or whatever in my lunchbox all the time. Well, you may have noticed that when I take a yogurt to work every morning, I wrap it in a plastic baggie. Mm -hmm. And it's because the... I eat the Dannon, and the Dannons just have, and most yogurts like this, most grown-up yogurt is like this. It just has a little tin foil on the top, and it's pretty... You know, it's pretty easy to permeate that yogurt. I mean, if a pencil or something gets stuck in, especially in a kid's backpack, I wouldn't trust my, I wouldn't trust those Dannons that I eat in a child's backpack. I would want something that was a sturdier container. Hmm. So these Go-Gurts are... And I guess you don't need a spoon. That's the other thing. And you don't need a spoon. Another great point. So apparently the problem with these Go-Gurts, though, is that they've been really tricky to open. I remember when I was a kid, Capri Sun had a similar issue. It was before Capri Sun had the like foil circle that you punched. They just had like a sort of a scoring on the metal, Mm -hmm. you know, on the tin. They were impossible. They were impossible. And you would like, yeah, you'd stab them and stab them and stab them. And then they got wise and were like, oh, kids and people are dumb. So we need to make a little circle here that's easier to puncture. It's still not all that easy. Um, So I guess Gogurt had a similar issue. And the campaign that they devised to uh, promote this new innovation, this yogurtvation, um, is... Tim and Charlie are fourth graders, and it's these two child actors um, who are playing Tim and Charlie, and they are, they're child, child actors. They're supposed to be in fourth grade. Supposed to be in fourth grade, but they're made up to look like very, they both look like Bernie Sanders. One of them's riding a rascal, and one of them is actually using a walker to get mm-hmm. around, and they have the white hair, and they're bald, and glasses, and they and mustaches. I mean, they fully have made them to look like they look like little Benjamin Buttons, basically. Yes, and I think they're using a lot of makeup and prosthetic, but I think they're also using some uh, digital technology. I think so, you, yeah. you can kind of see it in this weird kind of blur of the mm-hmm. chin and the one kid's eyes through the glasses. You can tell, but it's not that distracting because the kids are nailing it. They're good actors, and the and and the whole final look of these two kids, these two fourth graders shuffling around the schoolyard acting like they're so much older than the third yeah and that's the premise is that they are now wizened old fourth graders (laughs) and they are looking down on these third graders who have it so easy with these new easy to open go-gurts it is hilarious again another visual ad you guys because that's where the joke is you guys got to see these kids acting but let's take a listen to this one this one is called hoverboard and when you hear them complaining about kids they don't even use their feet these days or whatever they see a third grader on one of those little wheelie hoverboards. Exactly. Tim and Charlie, fourth graders. These 
third graders who got it made. Look, in our day, we actually had to walk and take steps. We lifted our legs. It made us who we are. And now they've got those new Easy Open Gilbert tubes too? I wonder if that third grader knows how good he's got it. I'm still wondering if he knows how to walk. New Easy Open Gogurt. Kids never had it so easy. I also love that the first thing we hear for like for the quote unquote announcer voice is kids at yeah. the beginning and kids at the end. I think that's awesome. And even the kid who's not Tim, Tim and Charlie, who's not the the old guys, the kid who's on the hoverboard, just twirling around on his hoverboard, <laughs> eating his gogurt in his silver helmet. Everything about this, the production values are so delightful. From the font to the colors to the filter that they're using. You're right. It's beautiful. They're beautifully made. And the reason I came across this was I went to Adweek. I was sort of just trolling for ideas. And um, Adweek had made these like the ad of the week or the ad of the day or something. They're fair. I'm going to play one more here. This is I, did, I assume this is based on real life. Um, schools must like have a, a, an option. Like a bunch of schools must have an option of uh, having your having your physical activity or physical class be yoga. Yeah, and it definitely, there's a sort of a yoga joke in this, and it's clearly pitching to a type of parent, because who's the audience here? It's parents. Right. Um, it's it's pitching to a type of parent, um, you know, an upper middle class parent who might have their kid at a school, even a public school, where yoga is a potential offering. Tim and Charlie, fourth graders. Third graders today, they don't know how easy they've got it. Their new gogurt tubes are easy open. Those things used to be impossible. And PE consists of sitting around on mats. Now everybody breathe. Hippies. <laughs> what are they gonna work on tomorrow? Blinking. New easy open gogurt. Kids never had it so easy. Of course, these are aimed at uh, parents, but I feel like they are perfectly aimed at both in yeah. a certain way. Like they are, they feel like commercials by kids for kids that I think a kid would also think these are funny. But obviously, we as adults, you mentioned the font before, also reminds me a little bit of Wes Anderson. Yeah, exactly. Sort of. It's 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 <clears throat> the, the people who love Wes Anderson's movies are the exact target for this this product. But I agree that even a child can find it just intrinsically funny to see little kids made up to look like old men. Um, these commercials are absolutely wonderful and charming. And I looked up, um, it's by an agency in San Francisco called Eric Coleman. And the director is this guy, Harold Einstein or Einstein. I'm not sure. Probably pronounced like the most famous person ever to have that name. But isn't it spelled differently? Is Einstein spelled T-E-I-N? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, Okay, we'll go with Harold probably, Einstein. He probably pronounces it like Albert. Hey, slow down, Einstein. Um, so you're going to recognize some of these other commercials he did. I've only picked a couple here, uh, but he's got a whole bunch, and they're all really good. Do you remember this one from years ago where you see a little girl in a grocery uh, cart? So, you know, she's small enough to be sitting in the seat of a grocery cart. Her mom is off screen somewhere. We don't know where she is. And the little girl is sitting right in front of the milk cooler in a grocery store. And then, I don't know, I'm going to say like a, a, a woman in her early 20s wearing like baggy pants and just looks like kind of bored, almost slightly strung out, comes up to the little girl and says, I'm you in 15 years or whatever. 
Hey, I'm you, from the future. You're me? I know. Drink this. And then as soon as the little girl takes a sip of the milk, all of the kind of shabby clothing of future her comes ripping off, and she's wearing like an Olympic athlete running outfit. It's working! Keep drinking! So now while the little girl keeps on drinking milk, suddenly this uh, woman, future her, becomes a triathlete, and she's sort of both in the grocery store and also in the Olympics at the same time. And at the very end, you see the little girl waving at the camera and her mom just pour, putting tons of milk in the grocery cart and it says, got milk. Do you remember that one? I have never seen that one and it is a little uncomfortable making, to be totally honest. Yeah? Yeah. They Did they have to make the woman, the pre-milk adult version of the woman she really looks like a junkie she, yeah her face i will say that when they show her at first she just kind of looks shabby but when they show her face it, it is a little bit much i will admit with the the makeup she has very dark saggy eyes and yeah stuff. and um yeah it's just there's something a little bit um unnerving about it um and i i really want to be very clear with the milk council here not drinking milk doesn't make you a junkie Right. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're a G on that one. Well, no. I mean, look. It's a, it's a cleverly made ad. Uh, it's a little heavy handed, but it's fine. It's you know, it does it. It tells its story in a in a clever way, but it's it, it feels a little like you know, like if you don't if you don't use our product, you'll wind up dead in a gutter. Do you think it makes you also a little bit uncomfortable that she's an African-American girl, and so it almost yeah, puts was, together this, like, hey, if you're African-American, you're gonna grow up, you're either going to be grow up to be, like, poor and a junkie or an athlete. Or an, or an athlete, yeah. There, it's, it does feel a little bit reductive um, to have the actress be African-American there. I Yeah, I think it's a great commercial. I just think that if they had just made her look a little bit more kind of like just a lazy teen and less of an actual Junkie. Yeah, or just sort of like a schlub, just yeah, schlubbier. Right. Like, yeah, and it's without, really only one shot where you see her face. And you're just she like, looks oh, like wow. she's almost nodding at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, you think so when she first walks up? Yeah, like her. She just looks so out of it. Well, here's another one that um, Albert Einstein did. No, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Harold Einstein. Um, and I'm pretty sure you've seen this one before. This is for Kayak, the vacation booking website. Do you remember this one? Yes. Um, the uh, it's the brain surgery. You. This have. is part of a whole campaign. So clearly, this guy actually does have a bit of a dark edge to him kind of comedic but dark edge um you see a room full of doctors in a hospital room operating brain surgery on a patient it's a little bit gruesome looking and the doc there's a laptop on the patient's lap the patient's unconscious but the doctor is manipulating the brain (laughs) of the patient to control the fingers so that he can be looking up vacations on kayak. Okay, let's see what we got here. This is completely unethical. My hours are unethical. I don't have time to sit around searching tons of travel sites looking for flights and hotels. Just use kayak. It compares hundreds of travel sites in seconds. Well, I guess you're the brains of this operation. All the, all of the like 
squishy sounds are yes. are pretty awful. <laughs> right. At the end, he manipulates the brain so that he can high five the. I almost want to say cadaver. I guess I should say patient. Um, I like that one, but again, definitely has a dark edge to it. So the guy's got a whole bunch you've seen too. If you go to Harold, uh, if you Google Harold Einstein, you'll find his uh, production company, which I believe is called Dummy. Um, but I really love these these kids' ads. Um, one more point about the Gogurt ads, though. I loved everything about them until I read this quote from uh, General Mills' marketing director. Gogurt is all about ch- championing kids' independence, but hard-to-open packaging is a huge disconnect for a brand that keeps kids going. Thin perforation is now added to the top of each tube, so tear here is a guarantee, not a challenge. What now, do you want them to say? No, I don't know. Like The campaign is good, and it... it that makes sense. He's that- not the campaign guy. He's the marketing guy. Right. He's the mar- he's the marketing communications guy. All right, you're you're the chief of marketing. You're uh you're you're Tsubasa Tanaka and you're I you you've got to give me a quote. I'm your I'm your like media relations person. I need a quote from you for this press release that we're going to put out about our new Easy to open Gogurt. Uh, here, can do I? Have to say, can I just play a piece of tape? That this is what I would say. Okay. You know, you're overthinking it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just kind of see this as a fun thing to do, where you make a little bread. <laughs> <laughs> So glad I was able to find that so quickly. Um, all right. So I'm not really going to answer your question. Let's move on, okay? Um, this is another one that actually was kind of playing. You know, I do a podcast about commercials. I think the takeaway from today's show is I should start paying more attention to commercials. But this was one that was a little bit more on the periphery of my attention and is playing a lot during Mariners games. And you were the one who pointed out to me how cool it was if you just take a second to look at it. The one downfall, though, is... The types of ads it's spoofing on are so commonplace and yeah. somewhat generic at this point that it blends in. But then once you realize it's a spoof, it's great. What am I talking about here? You're talking about Mattress Firm, and they do the, they do an ad that is a direct parody, but a, a subtle parody, actually, of an iPhone type of ad. And I mean the iPhone ads where a beautiful form factor, new iPhone cruises into this into the view of the into the into your screen no one's touching it it's just floating in air it rotates beautifully you get to see all of its beautiful angles and bevels and shiny parts and whatnot and it's supposed to like just give you object lust right Mm -hmm. so what does mattress firm do they do the same exact thing only it's a mattress instead of a phone if you stop and think about it a phone out of any kind of context floating in black space is exactly the same shape as a mattress doing the same thing. So if you're not really paying attention to this, you probably just think it's a phone commercial. (laughs) I'm going to play it. There's no, uh, I don't believe there's any dialogue at all. It's just music. But I'm going to kind of describe it for you. So it starts in uh, just black space. You see the outline of it. It says, the most important tech reveal of 2017 presenting... And then you realize it's a mattress. Beauty Black Beauty Rest Black Hybrid. A multi-touch memory foam mattress with individually pocketed coils. A high-tech marriage of contour and superior comfort. And then you see a guy uh, put a sheet on it. And then I love the tagline at the end. Technology to power off. Have yeah. we mentioned the actual pro- uh, mattress, mattress firm. firm is the actual uh, company that's doing these advertising. Now, Mattress Firm is... B- 
far and away the largest bed seller in the United States. And they we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Ron, who does live reads for Mattress <laughs> Firm on the Formerly radio. Sleep Train. Used to, well, they, or, or they, they acquired, acquired Sleep, sleep Train, train yeah. and they've been acquiring other companies too. And now they're just far and away the Bohemoth when it comes to mattress sales in this country. However, you're seeing these quote unquote disruptors like Casper and mm-hmm. the other um, ones that are associated with podcasts and the sort of tech boom and you can order them by mail and they come in these little boxes and they pop open and so this commercial for a a much lower price point yes and so this commercial is directly trying to address that by making their you know they're an old school mattress company but they're trying to make these mattresses while both poking a little bit of fun at the apple idea also embracing it and making them seem like a new kind of technology. I think it's smart. Did you see in my notes that this campaign was unveiled with a they coincided with a keynote that they coordinated with Steve Wozniak. No, I didn't see yes, that. Yes, this came this all How started in, in May. Um I was reading about this in Ad Age magazine. So I thought that was really interesting that i saw this commercial i thought it was kind of clever it's a little spoof on it so but when no, he like keynoted is, what the like the mattress con 2017 they didn't go into they call it a keynote i have a feeling it was well here let me read to you directly from ad age um um, let's see. On Tuesday morning, this is back in May. On Tuesday morning, the retailer will, will host a live keynote address with Silicon Valley icon Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple, to announce two new technology-infused mattresses, much like Steve Jobs or Tim Cook have done in the past, unveiling Apple products. That's smart. It's interesting. I think it's smart. I really yeah. do. I mean, it, it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a flying leap, um, and I'm not sure if it will work, but. If they can't compete with Casper and these like disruptor kinds of things where they 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 can sell it to you for a fraction of the price and they send it to you in a tiny box because Casper, I think, really did do some kind of crazy engineering to enable that to happen. I guess they like squeezed all the air out of it or something. If they can't do that or if they aren't going to do that, then I think taking a different marketing approach is smart. I want to uh, just talk about one more here before we we move on, um, and this is one that I think I've referenced in in passing on the show. It drives me crazy. It's for Beacon Plumbing, which is a local plumbing company around here, and they used to have Marshawn Lynch, of course, Marshawn Lynch, super famous running back for the Seattle Seahawks here uh, until he retired a season ago. And Marshawn Lynch was always the Beacon Plumbing guy, and uh, he'd always say. Stop freaking call Beacon or something. Let me play one of those. This is an old ad for Beacon Plumbing. When you have big plumbing problems, you need superhuman solutions. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. For- Wait a second, aren't you? Marshawn Lynch, stop freaking. Call Beacon. Beast mode. Beast mode. What can I do for you? Oh, I think it's just clogged. Here's the problem right here. Okay, I'm going to stop and explain what's going on here. Uh, I think you can probably tell a woman and her two kids answer the door. They think they're going to see a, your average plumber, but instead it's Marshawn Lynch dressed in... What is basically a Seahawks jersey, right. although it's an un- technically, technically unbranded. Not, right. By the and way, I don't the, think he retired. I think he plays for the Raiders. Well, he did retire, and now he's oh. come out of retirement to play for the Raiders, which we'll see this season. But he if he had retired, I guess that's true. Um, but anyway, and then uh, and then so he's just the, the thing I want to emphasize here is he is being he's Marshawn Lynch, and they're excited to see him, but he's being just like a very nice, for lack of a better word, just kind of gentle plumber guy, right? Now, you hear this explosion. Uh, this is what I'm contrasting. She, uh, she, The mom says, you know, there's a leak in my 
kitchen sink and then that's what he like kind of punches down into the sink and you hear a little bit of an explosion and he he takes care of the the blockage for her here's the problem right here what's next i think we're gonna have to take the whole toilet out got it what's next so then in that one he's just like carrying the entire toilet out of her uh bathroom you're all good here so go with seattle's winning team and go beast mode okay so the point i'm trying to make here is it's low budget it's uh, a local celebrity, just beloved um, athlete, and it's it's goofy and it's funny to see him in in the house taking yeah, care of these, these plumbing issues. It's a classic local right. TV commercial with a local athlete. And it's cute. Marshawn Lynch, he leaves. He's no longer going to be the voice of Beacon Plumbing. So now Beacon Plumbing reaches out to another Seattle Seahawk. Right. This fellow's name is Bobby Wagner. He plays on the defense. And uh, and I guess because he's a linebacker, they want to emphasize more of his hard-hitting type of uh, approach to, to life and thus plumbing. Right. But the problem, have you seen this commercial yet? I don't think so. I'm going to describe I don't, it I don't in watch as much full as you. first because it's really hard to even tell what he's saying at times, partially due to the uh, poor production value. It is so damn aggressive. Now, he's not aggressively going after the clogs or the toilet. He's aggressively going after other Beacon plumbing employees who apparently are not following the rules that all Beacon employees have to follow when you go into somebody's house. It's not a very strong endorsement of Beacon. It is insanely bad. Um, also, so- the idea that Marshawn wasn't an aggressive, like, the- as if to contrast him with, Marshawn wasn't some, like, you know, uh, balletic football player. His He was known for naked aggression. Yes, just one of the toughest running backs yeah. of all time. So, but I just loved those early commercials because I thought they were charming. And now they have Bobby Wagner, and he's literally running up and tackling other Beacon Plumbing guys for not following rules. Why don't like you undercut your own employees. I think they want to. I don't know. I think the point is they want to make it clear that they don't put up with bad employees. I don't know, but it's like you got to wear your booties in the house. Those uh-huh. little blue booties. Sure. And then a couple of others that I don't even get. I've watched this a million times. And you can't tell what's going on. So help me out here. All right. Don't do it. It's not smart. <laughs> Didn't your mama raise right? Beacon rule number 23. Always put your booties on. Okay. Didn't your mama raise you right? Always put your booties on. That is after he just slams. Or maybe, are these not beacon, are these not beacon plumbing plumbers? Are these supposed to be the competition, do you think? Well, if so, it's not made clear. It doesn't say like other guys plumbing in big letters, which is what, for for this level of production, they need to, it needs to be clearly signaled so he's watching this other plumber about to walk into this woman's house and bobby's kind of stalking in the uh in the bushes and he says another good look and he kind of says don't do it don't do it then when he realizes the guy's about to step in he runs up and fully tackles him into a wall the guy is now passed out on the ground bobby wagner while he's saying didn't your mama raise you right takes the blue booties and throws them down on the guy's head on his unconscious on body. his unconscious body can i continue please Rule number 23 always put your booties on always use the camera to make sure the drain is clear Rule number 47 man so he just attacked another also, plumber. For God's sake, Bobby Wagner is not a thespian. He does not have the 
chops to deliver these lines that quickly and be understood. We need to slow they need to, We down. need to slow everything down here. And that's we me need to, talking. We need to slow it way down. <laughs> that's, I mean, I tell myself <laughs> that every time I'm done with TBTL. Slow it down, Walsh. But this makes me seem like, I don't know, a mole man. So this other plumber he just assaulted is, I don't know, he's checking out a sprinkler system or something outside. And what did he do wrong? And he didn't use, apparently, the camera system to make sure there are no blocks blockages i don't know take a listen let me go back here a little bit always use the camera to make sure the drain is clear room number 47 man okay also i just want to point out the reason it sounds distorted in the audio is not because i'm doing something wrong i'm playing this back the audio is also just straight up distorted okay i think he's going to teach one more guy a lesson so now we see a guy who's got, I think that's like a big snake, right? We're inside of a kitchen. I don't know what the problem is even going to be here. Uh, rule number 54, always set your tools on beacon mat, fool. Always set your tools on... On, on a beacon mat? Oh, on a beacon mat. So don't just put them on the on the person's kitchen floor, I guess. Oh. He, but it's also, because it's so poorly shot, you can't tell that the guy didn't set his roto tool yeah on you a don't see mat. the you don't see the bare floor oh uh, wait no it's on a beacon mat look no it's not it's to the side of the of oh jeez. yeah i guess we did see it uh, uh, rule number 54 always set your tools on beacon mat fool hey hey call beacon plumbing and today. then he like hey, makes a weird pass at this woman stop freaking call beacon. yeah he makes a weird pass at the, at the woman who at the homeowner. At, at the homeowner of that of that last scene. And then at the very end, you see another plumber's about to stand up and give the final line. And then he busts through a wall and kicks his ass out of the way. I don't know. I guess I'm a snowflake. It just seems... Listen, I'm it not, doesn't offend me. I'm not offended. It doesn't offend me, but just like, why? This is not... As ma- a commercial critic, it offends me. Yes, it's just so There's bad. nothing offensive about it as a, you know, as a woman or, you know, whatever. It's just like not a very good commercial. Anyway, I'm glad you have my back on that. It is not a good commercial. And I think that I just really wanted to contrast it with the, um, with the Marshawn Lynch ones because I think that we both really can appreciate local, low-budget totally. commercials. I, I don't need... Marshawn Lynch or Bobby Wagner to be, um, you know, who's who's the who's the ultimate football actor? Oh, uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm O.J. Simpson, circa 1986, right? I, he I, was the man. I was thinking like, more like Peyton Manning okay, or something. Right. But but yeah, like he's not. They're not going to be Peyton Manning in terms of right. their ability to deliver on a comedic premise in a commercial. It's for a local advertiser. Of course, they don't have like some great director directing them. So I think when Marshawn does it, they play to his limitations and they work within them. I wonder if they got a different director for these new Bobby Wagner ones. Yeah, or a different creative director or something. Okay, Veeves, as a woman, I want your opinion on these next conversations. Does that irritate you whenever anybody says, as a woman? You're the, we're the only people who, who ever say that. Like, it's, it's, we only ever say it as a joke, but I don't really hear it that much in my daily, daily life. I work in a very progressive environment. I yeah. live in a progressive city, so I don't get a lot of nonsense in my daily day-to-day. Okay, well, this first one I want to play for you is a Yo Play commercial. Now, this is a little... I wish... I could get a mom's perspective on this because really this 
is going directly towards moms. And I know that that you can't speak to that. We can't speak to things as parents. Um, but just go with us on this. I'd love your take on this commercial. This is a long-form commercial. I think it's about a minute long. We'll probably have to pause it to explain some of the things that are going on. But essentially... It's a bunch of moms talking directly to the camera saying, you don't tell me how to be a mom. Okay, so the first one we're going to see is a woman sitting on a bench breastfeeding in public. Oh, hey, it's me, mom, out here in public, catching some side eye. First rule of motherhood, someone's always judging. So we see these two kind of older people uh, walk by and they're giving her a dirty look for breastfeeding in public. Breastfeeding didn't work out. Guess what? World's still turning. That's a different mom now. That's that's a mom uh, pushing a stroller with two twins in it and they both have bottles in their hands. And she's, you know, saying the opposite of that, saying this is what works for my family, bottles. Go to work. I'm missing his childhood. Stay at home? Well, I have no ambition. Yeah, I bribe my kids. How else do you think stuff gets done around here? Wait, have we talked about this? I don't think so. No, I'm not the grandma. Do I look like her grandma? Mom's special juice? It's wine. Yoga pants? Big thing. Okay, this next one, uh, you got to set up. You're going to see a very attractive woman showing some cleavage. She's at dinner with her husband, uh, and and she says too much, and she sort of sort of gestures towards her decolletage. Too much? How do you think I got the name Mom in the first place? <gasps> now, if you think that's shocking, check this out. Good old-fashioned yoga. It's not made with cage-free Norwegian hemp milk. And guess what? She loves it. Says, do what tastes right. Yo play, mom on. I have a lot of feelings about that commercial, but this isn't as an Andrew. This is as a woman. This commercial is the distillation of every Slate article I've read in the past two years. <laughs> and you read a lot. And of, I read a lot of Slate articles. There's like a whole, isn't there like, aren't there two camps of Slate commentators that are constantly battling over what it means to be a mom? Well, yeah, you've, you, there's, every, there's every iteration of this, but it's essentially, I've read, every, there, I've read an article that addresses every single one of these things, and I'll go through them. Um, the, woman, the, the mom who... Uh, who breastfeeds in public and and has to defend herself against people who think it's gross or unseemly or sexualized. The woman, the mom who can't breastfeed for whatever reason or chooses not to and, you know, is being constantly approached by La Leche League types telling her breast is best. The mom who, uh, you know, moms who stay at home, moms who go to work, moms who... um, You know, drink, drink too much, drink wine at home. I will say, I've probably had it with like um all of the like moms who drink wine but i just feel like there's like a lot of blogging about that i don't i don't mean moms can't drink wine i just mean like it's you you know you don't get a fucking award for it um but like, like you're not that like kind of a crazy rebel mom yeah, if you're having if you're, a glass exactly. of wine during but, the day but yeah. i understand like and i and i will say like what this commercial is responding to is a real thing, which is relentless judgment of women and how they choose to raise children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's great. And I think it's a clever thing because I think this speaks to a lot of moms. Um, it, it feels to me a little bit like it's um, riding a riding a train that that's, you know, 
It's riding a trend. I want to take a look here when this was actually released. According to iSpot, I'm actually not I'm not finding it right here. Uh, this could have been around for a while. I stumbled on this. Um, it looks like it's it's active right now in yeah. 2017. I don't know when it was created, whether it was a couple of years ago or not. But I do think it's kind of interesting that it's for YoPlay, um, which is a yogurt that I have eaten a lot of, um, but I stopped eating it. YoPlay is... Um, it, it it definitely doesn't taste anything like the Greek yogurts that are much more popular mm-hmm. now. It's more just like kind of like the old yogurt. The yogurt we would have as kids, so it's like almost it's like very slick, textured, and much sweeter than a Greek yogurt. And um, I can understand why their pitch around it is like we're not some hemp milk, you know, vegan whatever. Like they're they're trying to they're trying this. It's kind of in the camp, the brand, like in the the camp of Campbell's, uh, this is for real, real life, yeah. um, moving away from pretentiousness. Well, Yoplay, uh, there's a big article that Luke was telling me about on TBTL recently where Yoplay tried to get into the Greek yogurt uh, business. And I think we've talked a little bit about this on the show before. Like yogurt's gone through its phases, right? Mm-hmm. It was originally plain yogurt that I grew up with. Then we graduated to the Yoplay style where you need to mix the fruit in, you know, it all comes together. You mix the fruit up with it. Then it became, you know, all these very focused on women yogurt commercials. And then you had the... It makes the, you, yogurt that makes you poop. Yogurt that makes you poop was a big one. And then Greek Thank yogurt you, is, is the big one now is the Greek yogurt. And Yoplait tried to get into this Greek yogurt trend, couldn't make it work for various reasons, came up with some really bad ideas for branding it and stuff. And then they just came to the conclusion, no, F it. We're going to stand on the fact that we are yogurt. We're yeah. not fancy. We're not Greek. We're not this. And, you know, you heard the mom say it at the it's end It's not of artisanal. This. It's not an artisanal in any way. So... I I like the message that we should get out of uh, women's faces and not be telling people how that would irritate me so much if I had kids and people are always sticking your nose in and I know every single parent has to put up with it and it's irritating. So I, I kind of like that go F yourself attitude of this commercial. I just think it's a really strange shift, though. We're, we've got, we're, th- we're 30 seconds in. It's just like, go mom, go mom, go mom yogurt and you're just like where did the yogurt come from and then essentially the takeaway is yeah we know this isn't the best thing to give your kids but, but f them but you know what they like it it's it's, it's sweet fine they're super convenient you can throw one in your bag those little lit the but i just want to warn you once more i feel like it's the theme of the show <laughs> the little uh foil caps on those yogurt plays will puncture those were the kind though these little these little yogurts were the kind that my mom ended up packing me for years in uh in lunches. yeah as long as you have like a hard lunchbox uh, yeah did i have a hard lunchbox anyway um i am mostly pro that commercial but when i really stop and think about it, i'm like that message is just so funny that it's at the end of it it's like yeah this is probably not the best thing you could do but f it and f them give your kids some sweet treats yeah i like it <laughs> you like you're totally chi on it i'm a chi on it yeah, yeah. i I think the it it was funny watching it though because I could feel the market research that yeah. went into it and it really was like reading like all the articles that get surfaced to me on Facebook. Right. Um okay, I have one more I want to play for you and don't look at it. don't look. Did you see? I saw a lady brushing her hair. Yes, that's all you saw. This is <laughs> 
this is like the other end of the ridiculous God. spectrum. I don't, again, I was actually just looking for tape for the top of the show, and that's when I stumbled on both of these. Um, this, I, it's a cheap, silly commercial that is like, uh, you know, your typical infomercial or as seen on TV commercial. But I want to know Some of my favorites. if you think this product would actually be helpful. It's called the quick dry brush. Drying your hair takes forever. All that towel drying, sectioning, and blow drying causes frizz. There has to be a better way. I love any commercial that says there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. Introducing the quick dry brush. The revolutionary hairbrush that combines super absorbent microfiber with flexible bristles that dries your hair while you brush. Separated smooth while pulling water away from the hair shaft, creating smooth, frizz-free dry hair in half the time. So essentially, it's just kind of a, one of those big, kind of wide paddle size brushes that you brush your hair with. But instead of only having the 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 brush spindles in there it's also got a bunch of they what did they it they looks call like a tiny it looks like a tiny car wash made of chamois yeah it looks like little that's, towels that's inside the inside brush inside the brush it's so funny that you brought this to me because i saw this ad i don't know oh, you have a long this. time ago yeah it's one of those infomercials that's, that makes the rounds you catch it if you're watching late night tv i think about this product every day when i brush my seriously? hair seriously and i always think like Maybe I should try it. Because That's I, so because interesting. It's, it's uh, like drying my hair in the morning is always the last. It's always the thing that makes me late. It's always a thing that I I don't do if I'm running late. I will just like not wash my hair and I'll just go, you know, with yesterday's yesterday's hair. And it's if I just had a way they, they made a version of this that wasn't with the chamois bits in it, mm-hmm. but it was like this super absorbent gel that would supposedly dry your hair as you oh, brush. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all probably just garbage products. I mean, I can't believe they, I doubt they work any, you know, very well. But there's a part of me that thinks, because I'm always, I'm the kind of person that always thinks like, maybe there's a technology solution to my problem. Wait, do you literally think there's got to be a better way? I literally think there's got to be a better way. So it's funny that you brought this to me because I'm the, I'm exactly the person who is most susceptible to this. I think we should get one and you should try it out. Because well, if you the ever gel see thing one, if is... you ever see one, don't order it from on TV. But if you see it at the CVS or something in the on TV, I see it on TV aisle and you want to grab it, sure. I think the, the, the putting goop in your hair to try, try not, to dry it, that's a really bad goop. idea. It's not goop. It's, it's a, it's a, brush that is made of like the back the part that like the bristles are stuck in yeah is something that is like a not it's not goopy oh it's not a gel like you put in your hair it's not a gel you put in your hair it's made of a super absorbent gel like pad i gotcha that absorbs water but then what i could never figure out was like do you only get one use out of it is it just like what happens it's basically the stuff that. that goes into like diapers because that stuff's super absorbent. The diaper brush. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. All right, Veeves, it is time to check in with the Ad Council here. Uh, what do we got? Well, our first piece of feedback is from listener Tracy. Uh, Tracy says that she loves nothing more than to talk about the reasons that she hates most commercials, but this one she sincerely loves. And since I love it when we find one that we sincerely love, I thought I would share this too. Um, 
Uh, she says it's in heavy rotation when she watches Bob's Burgers on Hulu. Mm. Um, and she says, I never even mute it. And you know how often you see a commercial if you're watching something on Hulu. And to not mute it yeah. is, uh, is, is that's true love. This is for Hill's Science Diet. Now, I will say that um, there's no dialogue here. So you can play it and you'll just hear the music. But what you're seeing is it's a... It's for a science diet that's for older dogs so they can maintain their youthful vitality. Um, so the, it's all these little vignettes with these older dogs, and they show, like, a dog age eight catching a Frisbee and playing with a younger dog, or another dog who's uh, age nine, and she's playing with, like, she's playing tug-of-war with a puppy, um, and show, and she's kind of, like, getting the better of, her, of the puppy. Now here's one that's age seven, and she's still, like, able to go and play with her puppies and, and dive into leaves. So and that was a little terrier at the end there. Yeah, and it's just like, it's super, I mean, you know, who doesn't love puppies and dogs? Right. And and Tracy makes a good point. She says, I love the message, I love the music, and they're super smart to include a bunch of puppies, even though it's about dog food for dogs that are over the age of seven. Uh-huh. Because who doesn't love puppies? Yes, that's absolutely right. Just a commercial full of old dogs, even if they're really really yeah they found a good way to include puppies yeah that's that's a contrast that's really smart okay uh this next one is from from listener janet janet had a couple of things uh that she wanted to share both of which i thought were very interesting the first is a commercial for a company called ca technologies which i hadn't heard of but they're some sort of like networking solutions blah 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 right um why don't you go ahead and play this uh i'll tell you what you're seeing it's a young man um, he's kind of showing this, I don't know why he's giving a tour of the CA Technologies uh, facility, but he's leading a tour of four people, all of whom are older than him and two of whom are probably se- are cast as senior citizens. And these older people are talking to him and asking him about uh, everything that they're seeing on this tour. This place is cool. As a software factory should be. So it runs on software? It is software, enabling continuous delivery, frictionless security, agile across your company from mobile to mainframe. I have no idea what you just said. If you're going to compete on this... He's holding up a little uh, iPhone. You're going to need all this. So who does all of this? CA Technologies. And he's... He's dressed like a real nerd. He's got on a, a sport coat with a sweater vest and a tie under that. A, he, a nerd he, with swagger, though. Sort of. He looks like Toofer from 30 Rock. He's giving off a real Toofer vibe. I think he's sharply dressed. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit nerdy, but like kind of nerd chic, don't you think? I well, guess so. Anyway, you're going somewhere with this, Counselor. Sorry. Yeah. Um, as, as Janet says... Um, He's a smug young man taking a group of people on a tour of the factory, and that's okay, but I wonder why they have to try to score points by making the older people in the group seem so dumb. I know people around that age who are still working, some of them in industry, and none are that clueless. Hmm. The young guy appears to be snapping at them. I agree. I got a bad feeling from this. You feel he's a little aggressive. He's, he's like, he's needlessly smug. And When he walks away at the end, that's when I said swagger, because he kind of turns his back on him and walks away, and we're seeing he's walking kind of towards the camera, and he definitely, that's, that's definitely a smug walk. It's a smug walk, and it kind of puts me in the mind of those GE commercials that we don't like. Oh, a little bit. It, it, I didn't find it as off-putting, but maybe that's because he won me over with his uh, sh- snappy dressing. I think they do make the old people in that seem needlessly dumb. Yeah, now what I mean, it's, software. I think, I think I think that's a good point. Yeah. Does this run on software? <laughs> like that's a dumb question. No one would ask that. All right. Um, now Janet has another piece of feedback, which I do sort of disagree with her on, but I think it's an interesting perspective. 
We talked about a TD Ameritrade ad a while back. I think another listener had sent it in, and I apologize. I don't remember who. That was kind of, um, it was it was about, a, it used a rewrite of that song, Cats in the Cradle. It was hilarious. And the rewrite was more like for the modern father where, can you just. So I stayed home and raised <laughs> the kids and said, why can't they all be like me, man? Why can't they be like me? I mean, why don't you play this? Why don't we get a couple, couple of bars here? Yeah, okay. Child arrived just the other day. Came to the world in a usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. So I moved my meat and saw him walk that day. He was talking for a new it, and as he grew, he say, "I'm gonna be like you, Dad. You know I'm gonna be like you." Yes. Well, he came home from college just the other day. He said, "I can't." I moved my meeting and I said, not all heroes are capes. Um, okay. So we, we laughed at this and we thought it was a pretty hammy uh, rewrite of the theme of Cats in the Cradle. Um, Janet liked it, though. She says, I loved it when I first saw it and thought it was beautifully done. I even looked it up on YouTube to play for my husband. I was in college when the original came out and that song was everywhere. The most common comment at the time was that it represented for many young men the way they were raised and the regrets they had. Uh, fathers were pretty much absent from their child's lives then. Now, fast forward today with the young father in the ad who is making sure that he doesn't miss any events in his son's life. Um, so to me, the change my meetings makes sense. It's just the type of person who looks into the future and makes plans for his son to attend college and, you know, debt free. And that's like that's it's a good she's saying it's a good pitch for the TD Ameritrade target audience that are that the eras have changed. Yeah. And that it is respond that it's that it's really targeting something that's a real uh, demographic now, which is this engaged, forward-thinking father. I don't disagree with her premise. I think the execution on this is so hammy. Yes, like I the, I, I again, like I totally agree. I think that they're right. I think they have identified the right market and probably even the right um, sort of pitch to make to that market. But something about the the lyrics that they've jammed into oh, Cats so in the Cradle yeah. just and makes me laugh. I just feel like it's so, so iconic that yeah. it's just, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like it's really tonally but, you off. you know, to each his own. Sure. To each his own. Um, all right. Let's close this out. But before we go, uh, we had been talking on a previous show about uh, Budweiser and how Bud has, uh, or rather, uh, AM Imbev or AB Imbev, which is the Anheuser Busch conglomerate that owns every Huge all the beers, multinational. Um, uh, sort of owns all the beers, and especially like all the like they own. Of course, they own Bud Light, but they own like a lot of the local sort of light, easy drinking kind of porch beers, for lack of mm-hmm. a better term. I stole that from uh, the uh, the Greatest Generation podcast, by oh. the way. Um, and I said, I wished I knew of a beer that we could drink that would be like. You know, <laughs> that would be politically acceptable, but also kind of an easy drinker. Um, so, listener Dave, who gave us all of that great information about beer brewing, sent some recommendations. Uh, these are locally made beers for summer, all available in cans or bottles. Uh, Rogers Pilsner uh, by Georgetown Brewing, hmm. Hoaxite Pilsner by Black Raven, and Czech Pilsner by Rubens. Okay. So, there you go. Checkmate. We'll, we'll check it out. We'll, ch- we'll, we'll check, check it, it out. out. Oh, yours was better than mine. You can sell anything. You can sell anything.
Beeps, we are just moments away from opening up this window. I cannot wait to breathe again. Oh, God. If somebody were to walk into this room right now. I was so ready that I had already taken my headphones off. You were just halfway out the door. I was halfway out the door. You forgot that we have to tell people to call us on our voicemail line, 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. We have a great Facebook group. Uh, we do come see us on Facebook. It's great. I will try to be a better girl and post uh, the the links because I know a lot of these are visual. Um, and email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Again, that's after these messages show at gmail.com. All right, guys, we got some windows to open over here. Yeah. Hope you have a great Tuesday night. We'll talk to you next week. Sick, no scruples, cool man, ice cream, scooping it. You can't sell.